What's up, everybody? This is your girl, Cece, with WIB Magazine, and I got my co-host on the line with me. Hey, Mickey Monday, how are you today? I'm doing well, C. How are you? I'm doing good. Happy Tuesday. Yeah, happy Tuesday. Thank you. We have a special guest on the line. I'm going to let her introduce herself. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me. So excited to be here with you all today. I am Kelsey Nicole Nelson, and I am a sports reporter based in the DMV area where I work with Fox Sports Radio, hosting my own show, Listen In with KNN. And I also work with the Washington football team, I'm hosting three of their shows, The Fit and The Life, uh, which are more kind of lifestyle and fashion shows for the football team. And I also host Washington Unfiltered uh, for NBC Sports Washington through the Washington football team. So keeping busy covering sports in the area. I also freelance for a bunch of others, but those are kind of the two that many people know me for. So excited to be here with you all today. Awesome. And we're glad to have you here today. But how did you get started in um, being a journalist? Yeah, that's such a great question. And I always say that like journalism shows me it's something I've always been interested in. I come from a, a black Southern family. So talking is what we do. And you know, you always have to get your voice held up <laughs> to be in a conversation in the room. And you know, I remember when my parents would watch the news, like I would always want to be there watching it with them. I always thought it's super cool how these people are able to connect with so many different people and tell a story and storytelling. I've always been a writer, I've always loved reading. You know, I used to be that kid that always wanted the book content tests in schools because I always could read so quickly and get through things but I've loved just the power of storytelling and connecting with people um, and I think that's kind of what got me into journalism so I have to thank my parents for, for that um, and then it's oh it's a, it's a job and a career that I like because you know no day was the same every day was different um, and just it brought new adventures and new challenges and I've been one that's that likes that you know I don't like a cookie cutter kind of status quo job I like something that's out the box and different and you know growing up seeing not as many faces too that were like my own I wanted to change that I wanted more people to see people of color more melanin on their uh, screen so our stories could be shared our experiences could be shared so that's kind of what got me into the field and you know something I haven't let go of since awesome well congratulations <laughs> thank you I appreciate me, that you're welcome me and Mickey Monday is from the DMV area um yes. <laughs> And he's actually still there in the DMV area. Uh, <laughs> so I know he has plenty of questions for you. <laughs> this is awesome. Like, I love being amongst my own. That makes me happy. Like, the DMV is so special and near and dear to my heart. Um, so it's great to be in good company. I think it's the best area in the nation. So I'm biased, but that's how I feel. <laughs> okay. I agree with you. <laughs> Definitely. So just to kind of get a better picture of, you know, what you do as far as the, the amount of shows that you have and, you know, what you're involved in. Can you kind of give us a rundown of like how your week or weeks look usually when you have your hand in so many different pots? Oh my gosh. So yeah, my weeks are busy to say the least. And, you know, since we've been in this virtual environment, I would say it probably has even picked up more. <laughs> so before, you know, I'm doing a lot of shows from my house, doing a lot of recordings from my house, much like we are now. Um, but it takes a lot of planning and preparation that I don't think a lot of people get to see into it. You know, so I'm watching all the sporting events and games, you know, I'm on prep calls. I'm doing a bunch of notes. I'm trying to keep up with what's trending on Twitter. I'm trying to check the pages of the players to see if I missed anything. So it's a lot of me. I'm usually on 
on this, my phone or on this, my computer, because I have to keep up to date with everything. Um, checking my emails a lot too, because I get a bunch of those as well. And, you know, communicating with my team, whether that be through text or email. So I'll just give an example, you know, this week, um, preparing for three, preparing for two interviews with Washington football team players and preparing for the two shows, as well as a TV show, as well as preparing for my show, Listen In With Caden. So I'm having Jared Payton join me on that. So preparing for a live stream version. And then I have two podcast versions of my shows and so and then I also need to follow the media conferences from the Wizards from the Washington football team you know so making sure I'm keeping up in the notes so it's busy it's super busy but it just I guess keeping just you know I'm very organized and I have to be because I will miss something <laughs> not um, but basically you know it, it's keeping up to date on everything never being too out of the loop because I also get calls to randomly go on TV shows like right or go on radio shows like right before I got on this interview with you all 1067 the fame called it's like hey can you come on and talk Washington football teams win against the Pittsburgh Steelers sure because you know I'm prepared I'm prepped I watch the game I've been doing the notes and so it's basically just always being prepared because at any moment you know anything could switch like this you called up to do something and that's something as a freelancer that you always have to be ready for because it's a reputation you know I want people to know when they call me Kelsey's going to be ready to answer the call Kelsey is going to be ready to do the job and get the job done at her greatest ability so it's kind of always prepping and preparing for that but going back to my answer from before I love that no week or no day is the same especially for player interviews things switch sometimes it's before practice oh wait you know he had to get ice bath or whatever it's going to be after practice now with COVID sometimes the player has to go home so we're moving that and so that means I have to also have my my schedule be flexible enough to do it and even before I'm not allowed to go into Ashburn now but before I was traveling to Ashburn to where the Washington football team practices I'm doing my shows from there but now because of the COVID-19 break uh, outbreak in the NFL I'm doing it from home so I had to transition to resetting up my studio you know making sure everything looks nice and that people can hear me um so it's just a lot of planning and prep and then, you know, meeting with my team, making sure, you know, my hair artist can come, my makeup artist can come and also get me ready to do, you know, on camera stuff. So it's a bunch to say the least, uh, but it's fun. You know, it just, it keeps me busy, keeps me on my toes and it always keeps me learning new things, which is great. Awesome. Woo. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it took a lot to say that. I almost need a sip of water. <laughs> I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Yeah, you, I mean, you are, that's busy. If you look in a dictionary, you're right there, right beside it. So I, I totally understand. Exactly. Um, but yeah, like CC mentioned, we're, um, I guess this is a DMV interview today. Um, so I'm in Old Bowie. Um, and, you know, we've, I've just kind of been here my whole life. You know, CC grew up here and now she's, you know, in Atlanta. But um, yeah. are you, are, you're, are you from the DMV area initially, like, were you born and raised here or? Yes, I am. I am born and bred. So I grew up in the Germantown Clarksburg area. So I'm proudly wrapped Montgomery County. <laughs> but I show PG a lot of love since I went to University of Maryland um, in College Park for undergrad. And then I went to Georgetown for grad school. So it's funny, some people call me Miss DMV because literally I've spent most of my entire career here in addition to going to school here and getting to cover all of the teams here. So pretty much if somebody needs to know something about the DMV area, I'm one of the people to definitely come to um since yeah it's been a great area and i've been blessed too that my career has got to keep me here you know in my hometown area wonderful yes that's wonderful <laughs> and i guess just to kind of piggyback off of that so if you've been here this long i mean is the washington football team and the in the washington wizards are like are those your like 
Are those your teams? Because, you know, people have separate teams, but then they have hometown teams that they just rep because they're from that area. So right. are, there, are the Washington football team, uh, are the Washington sports teams your hometown teams? Or like, are they your yeah, teams? Yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up, you know, going, being fans of all the teams in the area, the Washington Mystics, the Washington Wizards. You know, I was just on an interview earlier where I was like, I remember when John Wall first came here, when he broke out that iconic Dougie that galvanized, you know, so many of us, you know, being here for when the Nats started back here. I mean, I've been through and through a Washington fan. I will say though, my football team, I am a Baltimore Ravens fan. I remind people I am from Maryland. Baltimore is in Maryland. I grew up cheering <laughs> for the Baltimore team. And so it's great though to work with Washington. I never had hate or ill will towards Washington. Always wanted them to win growing up, of course, except when they would play um, the Ravens. But now it's kind of great to be able still to work on the hometown team. You know, I've got to cover these fans for a long time. I grew up with these fans for a long time. And so getting a chance for them to embrace me and embrace the work I'm doing with the team. I, I really feel like it shows life coming full circle. Cause you know, so many people say you're not gonna be able to work in your hometown unless you go somewhere far and take a while to come back. You know, that just wasn't the path for me. I didn't see myself in a super small town, you know, and so I tried it. And luckily, you know, hard work and my work ethic, you know, has started to pay off and it's been great to now get to cover this team. And hopefully this won't be the end of my journey and story. You know, I wanna make sure I'm in that DC sports authority that people can come to and looking for sports news or sports sound bites or just to be the voice of DC sports and so many greats have come before me and so you know I'm just trying to follow in the footsteps of so many different trailblazers um, in the area so yeah it's great to cover the teams I grew up watching you know I remember when it was MCI Center to now Verizon Center going to Maryland I remember you know when before I remember going to games at Cole Field House and then then the Comcast Center now the Xfinity Center right so I've been here through all the changes um, but it's been fun to be a part of I've seen people come in and out but you know it's been great like now we are West, we're welcoming in Russell Westbrook you know in the end of the John Wall era yeah. here for the Gilbert Arenas era remembering that you know so so many just different you know sports memories being here I don't have any Washington football team ones because when they want last one was the year was born so you know I didn't get to be in on that part <laughs> but yeah. I remember still being here you know watching the team even for the RG3 era when I think this team was at like the height because RG3 media was just so real mm -hmm. you know throughout the DMV area so now seeing you know the team galvanized back around Alex Smith after his terrific comeback story like that's why I think it's so important to have people from the area be a part of the storytelling because they're able to go into the community they're able to talk to the culture right yeah. um, around the team and surrounding the team um, and further story tell uh, and connect people with the story of the sports teams wow yeah 100% <laughs> oh my so I've been here a long time Wow. You know, it's, you know, just keep in good faith that you continue to stay here and continue to build on your career and, um, you know, yeah. be a part of the greats. Like, um, you know, like one person I, I, that just comes to mind is like Jim Vance. Um, he's been, yes. here, been here for years and, you know, he's just, even though he's passed on, his legacy is still felt to this day. So. Yeah, Jim Vance, you know, was a pillar and an icon. And, you know, he was one that we all loved. And he was one that always kept it real. You know, professional, but kept it real and could connect to the culture. That's why we loved Jim. And that's why we were so heartbroken, of course, when he passed away. But a true icon, a true icon. And, you know, he's one of that old school greats. But, like, he was always able to connect you to a story in his own unique way. Like, he was just cool. He had that swag. Like, I think when most yeah. guys got older, you wanted to be like Jim Vance because he just had it going on, right? And that's the type of level, you know, that you hope 
to and aim to go towards um, here in the DC area. Because you know, we, we love we love to see our own succeed and our people succeed. And it's carrying them with you. And that's why I'm just thankful that Washington fans have embraced me and supported me unlike none other. And I hope to keep making them happy and hopefully being able to keep delivering them content to keep them up with this team. And hopefully my first year with the team go to the playoffs. That would be something special and something sweet. And what a time that would be for this area. <laughs> Definitely. Speaker and assistant. Got this. <laughs> <laughs> but tell us more about um tell us more about your radio show. Sure, yeah. So I am the host and executive producer of Listen In with KNN. It's so crazy. I think back to starting this in 2017. And this was a way for me to kind of put my own voice into the sports media landscape in a larger way. And I have to thank, you know, one of my good friends, Brian Waters, who pushed me to do it, you know, because, you know, don't just sit there and wait for the opportunity to create your own lane. And it's called Listening with Kane. And of course, thank you for my name, Kelsey Nicole Nelson. And it's a chance for viewers and listeners to just listen in or eavesdrop on a conversation I'm having with special guests. And, you know, to date, I've had so many amazing guests join me. In the summer when COVID happened, we made the radio show into a live stream show where people could actually watch us live and interact. And it's taken it to a whole new level because fans are actually able to interact and ask questions to my guests you know so I welcome on Sean Marion I've had Warren Moon um you know I've had Metal World Peace um I just had Congressman uh, Burgess Owens for Utah like I've had Kane you know I've had wrestlers I've had football players current and former like it's been yeah. lots of Super Bowl winners <laughs> like it's been amazing to me sometimes and I pinch myself you know at the guests that I've been able to have Kurt Angle you know on my show and again it's just a conversation I've had Jasmine Jordan on the show like it's just been amazing to have so many different people on talk the latest and greatest in sports have those difficult conversations as, as we know especially in the summer we've had a lot of difficult conversations in the aftermath um, of the killing of George Floyd and just kind of bring it to the spotlight and have a conversation that hopefully gets society talking gets people talking so we can find a solution and then of course it's also fun like I have a fun personality and then my guests come on we laugh you know we interact with the guests we reminisce on memories but we do have those conversations that need to be have uh, need to be had uh, here in America right like we don't shy away from that I don't shy away from that so when people come on my show it's unscripted you know we start we go I'll, I'll go off of what they give me and we go from there but you know it's great to see the success of the show and distinct that people continue to push it and that's why now we have two live stream shows a week I'm dropping two to three audio versions of the show a week just because the need is there the one is there and then also the guests have been incredible uh, for me to just you know reach out now I'm not even really reaching out people are reaching out to me to book their guests you know my show so it's just great to see how something I started it's like literally my baby and my child because I have no children it's great to kind of see it grow and mature uh, to the levels that it has and really be something that people look forward to every week not just here in the DMV, um, but across the nation and internationally, you know, we've had guests on from London, we've had boxers on, wow. had, you know, basketball players in London, you know, I've had people join me from Australia, like it's truly something that I hope continues to grow into a national, international phenomenon, you know, where people are just really galvanizing to listen in with me and have this conversation with me because it's me at the host seat, but again, fans are able to interact with me and talk with me and the guests and feel a part of the show. And that's what I'm really big on is including everybody in the conversation. 
awesome. Woo! <laughs> it's been great. And also, we're even to like entertainment. Like, I've had people on from Sisters. Um, you know, it's, it's just kind of, we've had people on from All American. Like, it's just been great to like see the show start in sports, but now kind of expand to the entertainment world. And so, I'm so excited for the guest list that we have to finish this month and then going into 2021. <laughs> so, I have a great yeah. team. Shout out my team because they're awesome. Um, I've just done a phenomenal job and sure making sure that I look my best self and can present my best self by keeping me prepared. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to tune in. I'm going to yeah, have to definitely sure. tune in and see who you'll be having on the show. For sure. Please do. I'm telling you, it's never dull. It's always a fun conversation that we have. Okay. <laughs> so can you tell us a little more about um, your residency, I would say, at Doral College? Because I know you um, also teach as well. Yeah, so teaching is something, you know, was, it's one of those things that wasn't on my like initial plans. Um, you know, I've always loved mentoring and giving back, but actually the teaching has been, again, kind of life coming full circle. Like in college, I was a TA, but you know, I didn't think it would go to like that professor level, at least not at my age now, but it's been incredible. And so at Doral College, uh, which is in Doral, Florida, so right outside of Miami. It's been great. I do it virtually. So even before COVID, I was teaching virtually, so I was kind of already used to this. But teaching intro uh, to radio and podcasting. And it's great because what I think podcasting, as we all know, has become that next frontier. More and more people are getting into it. And when I tell you I learn so much from these students every week, I learn so much from these students every week. Their minds, you know, are just fascinating and, and just mind-blowing. And then on the radio side, you know, many had thought that at one time, radio my day out but lo and behold radio is still here kicking and actually the numbers are picking up you know because i think we're in this COVID environment and sometimes you want something different to listen to and to me especially hearing a sports game on the radio so much different than just hearing it on tv because that enthusiasm is there and that excitement comes out and you really feel like you're at the game and so the students it's great because they have the unique chance that they're running actually their own serious xm station already so they're already getting opportunity to do this they're being board operators they have their own shows they're creating their own rundowns and i think it's such a unique experience i'm like you know i wish i had this in college i was at my college radio station which was barely hanging on but you know we made it work but you know getting a chance to teach i think you learn so much about yourself and the students and they teach you as much as you teach them and then it's great to just have people count on you and depend on you and you know share the knowledge I think it's one thing to have you know, knowledge for yourself but what is it if you're not sharing and giving it back because at the end of the day when I go from this world I'm not gonna be able to take that with me so the best thing that I can do is spread it on to others to hopefully continue that you know tide bank because you should be learning something every day that's something I'm near and dear to you, you should learn it this one new thing every single day you should not be the same person that you were yesterday and these students help me to make sure that I'm not the same person that I was yesterday and you know it's just great having these students that are dependable and accountable they keep on me for stuff I'm going to be launching a show on their station soon um which I'm excited about you know like Miss Kelsey you know like make sure you get this in like it's great it's really great to see that media is in really great hands with these students not just my students but overall I've been so impressed to talk to students you know in this in coming out of college or even coming out of high school like um just incredible 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 and it's something I'm 
thankful for the opportunity for. Teaching is something I hope to continue to grow in um, because I love it. I truly do. That's one of the best parts of my day is connecting with students and co-teaching uh, with Larry at the Amigo Milian, uh, who is a sports uh, anchor down in Miami that a lot of people know well. So it's very fun. Um, you know, we have, we do so many different stories. Um, my co-professor is Cuban. So I learned a lot about the Cuban culture too. And you know, it's just been fun. Had Cuban coffee with them. It's just been, it's been a whirlwind. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, that is truly, truly amazing. Um, <laughs> and just, just as you were talking, I was thinking about, um, I don't know if you remember RSS feeds. I was like, yes, hey, yes, yes. yeah, yeah. So I was going to say when, when it first came out and podcasting was a thing and they were using RSS feeds, I really thought that was going to be the future. And then it just kind of went downhill and then like RSS feeds just, just disappeared. Yeah. So look at that, where we are. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say the fact that it's been able to have this resurgence resurgence and you've been fortunate enough to, you know, teach people about how to, you know, how to, how to work in radio and broadcasting and how to do those things. Yeah. I think that's, that's just awesome. <laughs> It's been, it's for sure fun, like you said, and, and, and technology takes us so many different places, you know, like now live streaming became the big thing over COVID, you know, IG lives, you know, Facebook live. So many people are just trying to do everything live now so people can be a part of it because they know people are home, you know, and eventually you get tired of watching the Law & Order SVU reruns on TV, you know, people want that live <laughs> content and that's what we're seeing happening. That's kind of the world we're in and so it's just great to kind of be able to follow along. You know, Clubhouse is now the new thing that everyone's getting on. I'm still learning and mastering yeah. Clubhouse, so it's great to have students that are also able to help and teach me. Uh, TikTok, right? TikTok came, you know, Vine went away. We're like, oh mm -hmm. my gosh, Vine was great. It went away. Now it's TikTok. I still have yet to make my first TikTok. I made the account, but you know, it's something I need to be on top of because again, you need to be a part of what's happening and what's new because otherwise you're going to get left behind and your value in media is what you can bring to people. So to be able to bring something to people means you need to be on top of everything that's happening. Yes. Wow. Thank you for that. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I know, we're taking notes. <laughs> so quick question. What do you think is gonna be gonna change? Or what do you think that the sports um how do you think that sports is gonna be like for twenty twenty one? Yeah, you know, it's going to be interesting. I think we're already seeing that because now, for one, you're not seeing as many reporters in games. You know, we're not in the locker rooms. Like, even for me, when I'm doing my show with Washington, you know, I have yet to be face-to-face -face with any of the players. I'm doing my interviews with them, even in the facility through Zoom. I'm only allowed to go in the media part of the facilities. I think we're going to see this access kind of cut off as much. You know, now for press conferences, reporters are doing it through Zoom, which is good and bad, because let's remember, if you're doing it through Zoom, you don't have that personal connection. You know, you can kind of just feel a person and you can really get their vibe in person. You don't have that. And then also on the PR side, if there's something that you, they don't like that you say, it's easier to cut you off, right? Because there's a mute button. Like, you know, there, it's just a little bit easier for that end. And I think for me, thinking about like in media, sideline reporting, much different because for one, you know, now we have either hopefully you have the long mic that extends to get to the player because you have to have that social distancing or maybe we're going to see sports cut down on sideline reporters, right? Because we're trying to keep safe and social distance. You know, you see broadcast booths mm -hmm. where you have one person on this end and another on this end because again, we're social distancing. Mm -hmm. And then I think also we realize how much we can work at home, which is good and bad because the good thing is that it makes it easier for people, I think, to be a part of any job anywhere, right? If you can work from home and do it. But then the bad side of that is that I think it shows that you can cut down on people. So I think we are seeing media cuts happen more and more in the media industry because there's so much more things 
things now as technology advances that either robots can do or one person can do it instead of having 10 people to do it. So I think we're seeing media shrinking it smaller, but we're also seeing the growth of digital media, which is great. And that's the live streams, You've seen more teams hire digital content reporters. Um, my shows, two of my shows are digital for the Washington football team because what is everybody doing? We're on our phones. No matter where we go, we have our phones. We want to be able to access stuff on our phones. The great thing about that is if you are with the digital wave, I think there is an opportunity uh, for you in media and sports. And so, you know, I think we're kind of following that. And I think also it's something to keep an eye on in the future in sports uh, is with the NCAA. And if we're going to pay these college athletes, I think that's going to create a whole different dynamic too. Um, for sports reporters uh, to cover. So, so many different things happening in media. We're seeing the rise of women's sports. I think we're going to see more money poured into that and more coverage of that. So it's an exciting time for media, of course, except for those cuts. I think that's kind of been the biggest negative. I'm sure you guys have seen some of the big company layoffs um, as well, but hoping that there's opportunity for all of those people who unfortunately got laid off in digital space, because there's a lot of new startups as well happening because of the rise of digital media. I agree. I agree. <laughs> And well said. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well said. Glad you mentioned the rise in, um, you know, women's sports. Because um, just the other day, I heard something about uh, I heard something about NFL cheerleaders getting paid a certain amount of money. I think it's mm -hmm. like like one hundred and fifty a game. Yeah. And um, you know, you kind of look around at you know the space that they're in. And the amount of money that you know other pro athletes are making as well so i was going to ask you you know just as a woman how do you you know how does that you know sit with you knowing that there's yeah. still there's still a wage gap even in sports you know and and I, I don't know exactly how how it goes with journalism too but um you know just things like that that things like that in motion that that need to change essentially i feel i feel like personally as a as a yeah. man looking at this situation i feel like these things should change so like i said how, how does that sit well with you yeah i appreciate the question you know i think unfortunately it's an age-old question that we still have not found an answer to in the sense that you know we've found progress in sports and really in society but still not enough where women are getting paid less on the dollar and then black women are getting paid even less on the dollar you know of that and it's unfair and unfortunate even if you have the same qualifications or sometimes even more qualifications that this is still an issue and you talk about cheerleaders and I don't think people realize their significance and importance you know at a game because we're watching the product on the field but they help for the game entertainment they help for marketing and, and to be honest I've talked to fans who are not there for the game but to watch the cheerleaders it just is what it is and they add to the excitement you know of the game and it's sad like you said sports leagues are bringing in so much money but it's not always dispersed because you look at the money athletes are making and yes it's a lot but when you compare it to the overall money the franchises are making you know you have to break that down and then you look at the money the staff is making so let's be honest I mean, sports is a business and what are businesses uh what do they what do they do they're in the business to save money right they're in the business to make profit so if they can you know pay someone less i mean they're they're going to quite frankly that's why that's why athletes have agents that's why media talent will sometimes have agents to make sure that you are getting your fair dollar worth you know at the table because otherwise someone might not try to do that. And I think cheerleaders have a long way to go in terms of what they get paid. The product on the field is phenomenal. I mean, you, you look at it, the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders, I forgot the name of the show, but they have their own, like literally their own show focused, you know, just on them. Here in Washington, the First Ladies of Football, a huge brand, right, that everyone galvanized around. And we know them. We love them. They're at community events and stuff like that. So why shouldn't they get paid, you know, to do 
to do their job at the best level? It's a big question because, you know, you can't just say, oh, they get to be cheerleaders. Well, that doesn't make sense because then, you know, that's like saying, oh, I work for the president. Oh, well, you just work for the president so you don't need to get paid. No, that's great and all, but I also have bills. I also have a life. I also have a family. And mind you, a lot of those cheerleaders have full-time jobs <laughs> that they're still trying to do. So I think it's long overdue. I think we need to get them the money that they deserve. Um, I think what you're doing is great. It's finding those allies and finding people that are willing to talk about the issue so it doesn't drop. And so we can keep the ball um, on the money and make sure that these females and males because there's male cheerleaders as well um, in the National Football League get the pay uh, that they deserve for the work that they put in and the talent that they exhibit day in and day out. Okay. Well said. Yeah. And yeah. I completely agree. Well said. <laughs> so, Mickey Monday, do you have any other questions before we go into trivia? I just have one extra question. Okay. <laughs> so, um, Legacy Global Summit, right? And the Le Legacy Global Awards. So you hosted the Legacy Global Awards, correct? I'm so sorry, I cannot hear you very well. Oh wow. Okay, let me try and I'm gonna try and like uh, project my voice again because okay. I don't know what's, going on, <laughs> what's going on with my computer today. Because I know it's a great question. I just want to make sure I get it all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you are part of the Legacy Global Awards. You hosted the Legacy Global Awards, and then also you were recognized uh, with with an award. Yeah. So can you kind of tell us, you know, how you felt about receiving the Legacy Impact Award at the Legacy Global Awards? Yeah, that's such a great question. So luckily, for one, I have to thank uh, Rem Dr. Remy Duyule uh, for having me a part of the event. So I mean, I'm big into sports, but I'm also big into international relations and public policy and just making the world work. So, you know, in college, I was a broadcast journalism major uh, with my certificate in African American studies. And so I'm big on just the black experience uh, in media and the world. And so to get a chance to host these awards, it's so many distinguished individual it was so special to me, and especially because I guess, I don't want to say I'm on the younger end of the spectrum, but I was for that event. So it's also great just to see that so many people believe in me and my capabilities. So it was very special. And then when she said my name for the award, I'm like, well, there's no way there's another Kelsey Nicole Nelson. So she really means me. And it was just special because it was something I wasn't expecting. And I don't do stuff for the awards. You know, I just do it because I want to and I, because I do feel like, you know, just be good and do good. Be a good person. Be kind. Be nice. Treat others as you want to be treated. But to just see that, you know, so many we're looking at my work and it's a great deal for me again especially to get it from from people that have known me since I was you know yay big growing up in the DMV to now being a woman so it was just iconic it was special and it was something I'll truly never forget and something I'll always remember even though it was virtual I almost said they did a great job of making it like as feel as in close to in person as possible so it was a phenomenal experience thank you for asking wow yeah absolutely <laughs> wow yeah congratulations <laughs> Exactly. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Okay. Well, we have two questions for you. We call it our trivia questions that we like to ask at the end of our <laughs> interviews. Okay, so mine is, what was cool when you was young, but isn't cool now? What was cool when I was young? This could be anything, right? It doesn't have to be sports. Yeah, it could be anything. Oh, I feel like when I was young, <laughs> the baggy clothes were the thing, right? The big baggy jeans that everyone was wearing, your pants hanging low, where now I'm just like, no, pull your pants up, put a belt on, look professional. That's what we like to see. But before, you know, it was the big, we all did it, right? The big 
4X white tees, the, <laughs> the jeans that were too big. And now I'm just like, no, we're adults now. <laughs> Let's change that for the culture. <laughs> yes, I got you. I understand that one. Yeah, I feel the same way. That was a weird stage too. That was just a weird, a weird phase altogether. It's just you didn't know why you did it. You just went to school and sorry about it. We were all, we were all right. <laughs> now we know better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so my trivia question is: What music artist or band um, would you be embarrassed to admit that you listen to? Mm, that's a good question. What music artists are fan would I be? That's a good question. I'm trying to think if there's any that I would. Okay, actually, I think I know, and I don't think many people would know this group, but I love, I don't think they still group anymore. Girlicious. Do you guys know Girlicious? I haven't heard of them. So they were derived from the founder of the Pussycat Dolls. If you guys remember the Pussycat Dolls, there was a whole show and they're trying to kind of find the next girl group and i thought they were phenomenal they're very short-lived but they had like a good amount of hit songs and songs that i still listen to this day so okay. the fact that you guys don't know them just shows me many people probably don't follow them but i am a big girlicious fan so people should i think i'm gonna help their sales go up now in their music so people should people should check it out <laughs> okay i'm gonna check them out then yeah. <laughs> Awesome. But before we get off, can you tell everybody what um, they can follow you? Of course. Yeah. So everyone can go to my website, KelseyNicoleNelson.com. And then on social media, The Real K Nelson on Twitter and Instagram, on Facebook, I'm Kelsey Nicole Nelson. If people do LinkedIn, Kelsey Nicole Nelson. And then of course, check out my show, Listen In With Canaan on Black Sports Radio. And all of my content with the Washington football team can be found on the team's YouTube channel and website, um, as well as the show on NBC Sports Washington. So you can get the NBC Sports Washington app. Awesome. Well, I want to say congratulations Thank you so uh, on everything that you're doing. Thank yes. you. I appreciate that. So much. <laughs> Thanks for interviewing with us today and continue your grind. I mean, I love your, your, your vibes, your positivity, you. you know, <laughs> I can't wait to listen to your show. So. Yes, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me and just keep up the phenomenal work. I just love seeing Black excellence. So rooting for you both. Uh, and just keeping awesome, keeping great. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yet again, thank you for, you know, being a part of this experience. Um, also, you know, I love your energy. Amazing. Thank I can you. see why you do what you do in your world. <laughs> you know, you do really well at it. Um, and then, yeah, when you, hopefully when all the stuff breaks and we can actually be in public spaces again, you know, hopefully you can come back and then you can talk about your experiences being at Ashburn and being closer with the team and experiences <laughs> and stuff there. Yeah, I would absolutely love that. I know, like we're in the DMV, but we still can't even like, you know, meet, which is hard, but no, I would absolutely be honored to come back on. And yeah, hopefully by then I'm back in studio. I miss it, even though I used to complain about the drive out there, you know, I truly do miss it. Just because it makes a different vibe, you know, when you're in the studio versus your home. But again, I'm all for safety, people wearing their masks and social distancing. So if I can be part of the solution, I am a happy person. <laughs> Yes, yes. And I also want to say thanks for being in the magazine. Also, um, thanks for having me. Yes, I appreciate it so much. Keep up the great work again. Stay safe. Um, and yeah, just please reach out to me if I can be of help um, or assistance. So I appreciate it. All right. Well.
Well, you have a happy Tuesday. Thanks so much. Too. Bye, guys. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Take care.